This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Mm, mm, mm. Well, the NBA Finals begin tomorrow, Justin. And we have Denver and we have the Heat. And most people are picking Denver. I haven't decided what my pick is going to be. Um, I actually think it's going to be a close series. I don't I don't think it's going to be... And by the way, close to me doesn't mean it goes seven. But I just... I don't think Denver is going to handle Miami. Like the way people are suggesting. Um, so I know the odds are highly in um, Denver's favor. But... Yeah, I mean, I think if Denver wins, I think it's like in six. Um, no less than that. I don't think it's going to go less than six games. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it because the Heat have shown in every series that they're able to go into a building and win on the road. Now, this is a different challenge with the altitude. And also, you have less rest, but... I don't think anybody was too terribly banged up on the heat, you know? Um, I know Jimmy had something the last game, but I don't remember if it was something serious. Um, Gabe Vincent was out for a game, but then he came back and played and still seemed relatively effective. The interesting question is Tyler Hero, because they're saying he could come back in this series. And, what, you know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but they could be getting another lethal shooter back in, you know, Tyler Hero. So I just, you know, I, I I just feel like looking at anything that transpired in the regular season for the Heat at this point is foolish. You know, mm-hmm. so when people talk about what was done in those regular season matchups, I'm not one of those people who's just like, forget about the regular season. It doesn't matter altogether. But I think with the Heat advancing all the way to the finals, we have to stop looking at what happened in the regular season to analyze what this team is going to do now. (laughs) That's just my opinion. No, I agree on that. Um, As far as the injuries, I think Jimmy had that major, well, not major, but he had that ankle injury earlier in the playoffs that took him out for a game. Then he played on it. And then I think he tweaked, tweaked, I don't know if it was the same ankle or not, but he tweaked something in the Boston series and Gabe Vincent had an ankle thing too. I mean, they they should be fine, but you never know, like, cumulative things like that can, you know, add up over time. Um, but, yeah, I would throw the regular season matchups out of the window. I think that was before trade deadline, too. So, it was a lot of players playing for the Nuggets that aren't even on the team anymore. Um, and Kevin Lug went to the Heat. 
Right. Kevin Love is on the heat now. He'll probably get some run because the, the Nuggets are a bigger team than Boston. Um, yeah, it's just completely new, kind of going in blind a little bit. You can kind of project matchups and see where both teams have advantages. But so far, what we've seen is the Heat are a completely different team than they were in the regular season. I think they averaged the least amount of points in the league in the regular season. And now they're just like shooting people's doors off. Like um, They got just multiple, multiple deadly shooters right now. Um, so the Nuggets, but yeah, you gotta you gotta just you know give the Heat a little bit more credit in comparison to what they were doing the regular season for sure. Yeah, I mean they oh, role players always matter, but I feel like in this series they really matter. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to say that um, Denver has more of a dynamic duo than the Heat because like you don't know what you're gonna get from Bam you know, from game to game, like he's supposed to be the number two guy, but he doesn't always perform like that. Right. But Mm -hmm. I just feel like Caleb Martin has stepped up in a way that like, if he can continue that into the next series, you have to look at him as like a legitimate number two, even if it doesn't last, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and even if he comes back in the regular season and he's a different player, I'm just saying he played like a number two (laughs) in the, in, in the last series, you know, whether you say it's above his weight, whatever you say, but like, if he keeps playing like that, right. Mm -hmm. Then that's a problem, especially if you do get some bam games, you know? Um, But the, the heat, their role players have just been so good. And, um, you know, didn't, I mean, there were only four games in the Lakers series, so it didn't happen as much, but you know, Jamal Murray is predisposed sometimes to like, you know, I mean, we saw it when it happened, like he was cold all game and then just came alive in the fourth and the last series. And then it continued over to the next game. And so it's like, you know, I know I've been seeing a lot of things like, are they just going to try to force Jokic to be a scorer and not facilitate, which he can do, but I don't know if like, so like he can beat, they can beat you like that, but I don't know if they can beat you like that over, an entire series. Like, I just don't know. I think it's like really interesting. And um, I also think, so this be, I think Kyle Lowry is going to be interesting in this matchup. He had like only one good game, I think in the last series, but I think he's a big body. You can at times put on like a Jamal Murray to just like bother him and, and agitate him a little bit. I don't know if Spo will, but I think you can. Um you know, and, and Kyle Lowry can just be annoying. (laughs) Like (laughs) he can be annoying. So like, not from like a, I mean, obviously he can still run the second unit and manage them and all of that, but I'm more talking about like what he can do to like the opposing guards, you know, in terms of his defense and things like that. So I think that'll be interesting to watch what he can do in the series. And then I just, I don't know, you know, cause maybe like, Caleb Martin is like performing so well because Tyler Hero's out. You know, I don't know. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I wouldn't try Tyler until you feel like you may need to. Um, I think, you know, Vincent and Martin and Struess and Duncan Robinson have been playing well enough that they really shouldn't be losing any minutes. Um and if you feel like you need an extra boost of offense and you feel like Tyler is in a good spot and he can come back and 
potentially inject some life than I would try and then, but I do think you'd be giving up some defense, some defense on the ball and all that type of stuff too. So um, I don't know. Denver is just such a big team. It's going to be tough to stop their offense. It's already tough to stop their offense because they have so many weapons, but um, it's going to take some, some real creativity from Spo. They probably should try to turn Joker into a scorer and make sure they limit everybody else. Um, I just read a stat that was saying like MPJ, his like effective field goal percentage on open threes is like 90 or something. It's something crazy. Um, like he essentially is a guaranteed make if you leave him open. Um, so can't let him get hot. Can't let KCP get a lot of open shots. Jamal Murray, it might be better to put somebody with a little bit more size on him just because he is a bigger guard. So I, while I do think Lowry can get under his handle, if he if they end up running actions for him to get Lowry in the post, I don't know if, how much Kyle Lowry can affect his shot on those turnarounds and stuff. Like he was kind of killing Dennis Schroeder with those. So maybe Jimmy on him a little bit more. Maybe um, Martin, somebody's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, um, can help that too. And really the swing factor is Bam. Like if Bam can limit Jokic in those one-on-one situations and not get into foul trouble and – you know, Jokic isn't killing him for 35, 40 a game, then you severely limit Denver's offense. And then on the other end, if Bam can make Jokic work and actually score inside and use his athleticism and stuff to get to the rim and finish, then you can have some more offensive production from him. And it takes the pressure off of Jimmy, Caleb, and all these other guys to have to go nuclear to to match Denver's offense. So I think this so is a can. He just won't do it over a whole series, right? And so right. that's that's really what it is. You might get that for like a game. <laughs> right. Two right. games. Right. So it's like, what else are you gonna like lean into? You know, their role players have been pretty consistent. You mm-hmm. know. Um and they'll get shots against Denver's defense. Like Denver's not like the greatest defense out there. I mean, they're better than they were in the regular season, but mm-hmm. you'll be able to get shots for sure. Yeah, and then obviously it's always the age-old question of like, is the long layoff is the long layoff um gonna hurt them or is it beneficial for them? Obviously, we know it's beneficial in terms of like their bodies and rest and things like that, but you know, just not having played, played in a while, you know. So we got to see. So, yeah, I mean, look, I think this series gets very interesting if the Heat find a way to steal one of those first two games. Yeah, I do too. I find it, I mean, I'm I'm going to guess that they don't get one of those two games, but you never know. If they do, is for sure gets interesting. And, um, yeah, then at that point is anybody's – series really yeah and i'm also not convinced that even if they don't that denver is going into miami and taking a game either so which they would have to do to win in five you know they did that to the lakers but both you and i don't think the lakers are (laughs) like as good as people thought they were after beating the warriors so Mm -hmm. um you know they had to go to six before they got one in phoenix so i'm just not like convinced you know I think the Heat are better and a better coach team than like the Wolves so I'm just I'm not sold on even if Denver takes the first two that they're going to march into Miami and steal one I'm sure they'll try but I don't know that I think that that's going to happen so 
I just, there's just not a, yeah, I guess they could come back and win, you know, in game six, you know, but that's why I just, I just, I don't see a situation where the Heat don't get two games. I just think you're going to get a game where everything clicks for them. And then there's like another game where just things don't go right for Denver or like you have Spose genius or, you know, a playoff Jimmy or whatever. But I just, I don't think those are all just going to be one game. I think there'll be enough of that, that the heat at minimum get two games. Okay. I just can't see them going out in five, but I, I would not be surprised if this goes seven, you know, I think, I just think that, the other thing too is like it's it's not always like an explainable thing. It's like and and maybe you didn't feel this, but I mean part of the reason Boston was also so favored is cuz they should have been in the heat, right? But they didn't. And so it's like I thought Boston Denver, was gonna, I thought Boston huh? I thought Boston was going to beat them in 5 or 6, probably 6, but you're right. Yeah, and I mean candidly, I don't know if they would have won, but I I do think if Tatum doesn't get hurt you're talking about a different game. They might still lose, but mm-hmm. I think it's more competitive because Jason Tatum steps up in elimination games. He does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And before this year, the only one they lost was to the Warriors, you know? So, and Steph Curry's a different animal, you know? So I just, I feel like it's really, you know, it sucks that he got the injury. I do think that helped the Heat, <laughs> you know? Um, but I'm not saying that the Heat couldn't have won it. Like I didn't go in there thinking like, oh, Boston has this. I expected it to be a competitive game. And I, I just think that Tatum's injury robbed us of a competitive game. Um, and 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 really shined light on Jalen Brown's flaws that many of us knew already existed anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just, it's weird, but it just feels like it's Denver's year. And it also feels like it's the Heat's year. That's the thing. It feels like it's both teams' year to just win, to just get there. You know, Denver a little bit more predictable in they were the number one seed and, you know, they were the, they had the best record in the West for most of the season. And, you know, so they feel like a traditional, you know, in that sense, though their win total for the season was a little less than some of the other teams we've thought of in the past is like number one, but generally speaking, they, they fit the other criteria. They had an MVP candidate, blah, 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 all that stuff. The heat don't feel like, you know, they should be there. And yet they keep advancing in every round. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's another reason why I'm just like, I don't know, man, I can't just count this team out no more because they keep fucking winning, yo. That's true. Even after the Celtics get an unbelievable win tip in from, you know, white. And it feels like all the momentum has gone back to the Celtics, right? The heat still find a way to come in and win the fucking game. I just, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I I think the basketball gods will just not allow it to be a short series. (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. That's true. I mean, I think a lot of the time, a lot of the wins they've gotten in the playoffs have come like late game, grind it out. And, you know, a Spo-led team and a Jimmy Butler-led team is just not going to make a ton of mistakes at the end. Like they might not have more talent than the other team, but they're not going to beat themselves, right? Other than maybe they miss shots, right? But they're going to get decent looks, the best look that they can get. They're going to get to the foul line and they're going to muck the game up. And their defense is going to put a lot of pressure on your offense to be able to generate better or equal um, offense to them in late games. And we saw the Celtics, even last year, like this is always their Achilles heel. They do not generate good offense at the end of games in high leverage situations. Certain defenses can throw them out of whack and they don't have that guy on their team that can settle everybody down and get a good shot every time. Maybe Tatum develops into that, um, but they just don't have it. And Milwaukee at times, their offense at the end of games is a little wonky because Giannis doesn't have a go-to move he can go to. And Drew and Middleton just aren't that level of offensive players. So, um, and, and they just, they were just better than the Knicks, I guess, for most of that series. Brunson was kind of cooking them, but outside of him, they just didn't really have much. So, where I, where I run into it with, with Denver is like Denver has that guy and they have that offense that, like, is really nothing you can do. They're going to get a shot up, even if it's not a good shot. They can hit the bad ones, and then more times than not, they're going to get a good one. So I don't know if I can see Miami doing the heat thing to them just because of that dynamic going on, but you can't count them out. And they just got a ton of wings, and now they got a ton of shooting to go with the wings that they didn't have in a regular season. So that's that could be a potential like issue for Denver's defense because Denver doesn't have – the best rim protection. They don't have the best perimeter guys and all type of stuff. So uh, I can definitely see it get mucked up and, and extended, but my gut is just telling me Jokic is clearly the best player in this series. They have a ton of offense that Miami's going to be hard to stop. They have home court advantage. They have rest. They have health. It's just, I don't know, but I wouldn't put it past Miami to steal two, maybe three games. If that, if it comes to that. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Watching without having any vested interest in the outcome is a really cool way to watch games. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, though, I need people to get over this whole, like, ratings thing and stop in either direction. Like, it's like, you know, it's probably not going to have high ratings. It probably won't be, like, the worst rated either. It's just not going to overwhelm. And that's to be expected. And that's okay. And as fans, most fans aren't going to care about that in terms of like us. But it's like all the judging people if they care about ratings. Like, bro, these are businesses. <laughs> you know, and I say that now as someone who's like in TV production and puts on a show. Like, what people tune into matters. Like, y'all may not feel like it should, but it, it does. And so you can't just expect them not to care if the ratings are not good. Um, and I, I, I do think there's a little, um, I just think people are a little misguided when they say things like, well, if the media would talk more about Jokic, bro, Jokic is not interesting. Like, I, like 
I'm sorry, he's not. <laughs> he's an amazing player. And I like watching him play. But it also doesn't strike me as crazy that he doesn't appeal to the masses. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's like he says some things that are funny. He's like Clay in some ways where he's unintentionally funny. He just says shit. But like I find in the post games, Mike Malone is maybe the most interesting one of all of them in yeah. terms of what he's saying and what I want to listen to, you know? Um, and then maybe Jamal Murray, you know, because he starts to get a little spicy too. But it's like, you know, they're like, I just always tell people to kind of reflect back on the people who have been faces of the league. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I always said Luca's not going to be the face of the week league. And people think it's like, I'm hating or it's because they're international because they're white. It's not that because Larry Bird was a face of the league. Right. He was. He was a co-face with Magic. But Larry did, like, you know, crazy shit. You know, like, I'm going to make these shots. You know, he there were all these Larry yeah. legend stories. I lived mm -hmm. at that time. He had and charisma. He, he did, right. He did shit on the court where you were like, what? You know? And mm -hmm. then, of course, it was heightened by, like, this white boy's doing what? Like, Luca is Luca, I think his play supports it. I don't think his personality right now supports it. Right. Now, that could change, and then he would. But with Jokic, it's a personality and a play style thing. You know, it's just like, it's not going to appeal to the masses. Um, Tim Duncan didn't either, by the mm -hmm. way. Right? <laughs> right? It's, he's not the first example in NBA history of this. And people are not like, I just don't like the attacking the people who are not into it. It's like something is wrong with them. Like, because you're not a basketball purist or you don't appreciate it. The fuck? You can't tell people what to appreciate. And I actually like, I loved the Spurs and I like Jokic. So I don't fall into the camp of not liking it and appreciating it. I thought what the Spurs did in the 2014 finals was some of the most beautiful basketball I ever watched in my life, right? So I enjoyed it, but all I'm saying is that most people are not what we are on NBA Twitter. They are mm -hmm. casual fans. They are like, you know, they're not tuning in for that. So um, when people are like, talk about them more, like, I just feel like they sound like politicians. Like you guys think that you can just make people think something, you know, the consumer, the viewer tells you what they want. There's a lot of businesses that operate media, whatever. They operate on the, no, we tell them what they like and what's good. And that's how you end up with wrong poll results <laughs> in elections when they're so off, right? And that's how times shit sometimes end up being off because it's like, y'all are not listening to the people. You know, and I was having this debate with someone the other day and I just said, look at Steph, look at John Morant. That's not who the league intentionally started to lean into. It was Zion. Mm -hmm. It was Zion. It was Zion getting the TV games. They wanted to go in on all in on Zion. And like Ja just, you know, until he started acting crazy, <laughs> he just took the spotlight. Mm hmm. Right? And same thing with Steph. There was no grand plan to market Steph. 
Facts. People just loved him. In that MSG game put him on a map. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like the league can sit there and say, oh, we want to like do this player and do that. But I'm just saying like there is an element of like when you have it, you have it. And people recognize the it. It's called the it factor. Mm-hmm. Right? It's why like you love Kelly and you love the other members of Destiny's Child, but Beyonce <laughs> is the it. She has the it factor. Facts. The same shit applies to NBA players and, and faces. It's not all racism. It's not all xenophobia, bro. Like, it's not. <laughs> like, I just, two things can be true. And I don't know why we have to resist so much. You know, oh, if they just tried. Like, come on. I, I didn't want to, like, keep having the arguments, but I'm tired of seeing it. And, like, I'm actually very experienced in market research and data and trends and studying. I had to do it. Not in media, but I had to do it for, like, business. And, but the same principles apply. So, like, the, the total notion that they're just not trying and they don't see, it's, it's, it's not correct, people. But regardless, I'm going to enjoy the, the, the finals. Um, and, you know, hopefully it'll be interesting. Uh, I want it to be a longer series because I want NBA basketball on, you know, for as long as it can be. So I, I'm pushing for it to go long. And I want it to be enjoyable. So I hope that's what we get. And I think, you know, with Jokic and, and the Heat and the way they play, I, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be enjoyable for me. It's going to be enjoyable for me, too. Pure hoops. Pure hoops. <laughs> I can't even talk. Yeah, none of the foul <laughs> bullshit. Right, right. Well, Jimmy might grift a little bit, but other than and the Kyle Lowry. But other than that, it's just going to be basketball at the highest level. You got the two two teams left standing. I think it's been a weird season in the NBA. I think we can all say that. But two worthy teams in the finals playing for all the marbles. Can't really ask for anything better, especially considering the Lakers aren't in there. <laughs> Anybody just, like, but the Lakers. Just, like, just like for them, beating the Warriors was their championship, seeing their demise. <laughs> the way that it happened, the sweep. <laughs> Yes. I'm about to be like, the Nuggets got LeBron playing in retirement. Y'all want to keep up these narratives about the Warriors dynasty ending? Right. Yeah, Jokic got that boy contemplating retirement. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in with us. We appreciate you. You know, we do these little longer episodes since we away from y'all longer. So hopefully the 90 minutes will give y'all enough until we back. Um, we were supposed to do a mailbag. We didn't. So we make sure we get the mailbag for next time. But appreciate the support. Stay with us. We're around. And um, yeah, you know the drill. Make sure you follow Twitter, Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're downloading. Make sure you're telling a friend, a family member. And make sure you're leaving us a positive review or a five-star rating. We appreciate y'all. Until next time, take care.